The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome to The Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is episode 32 of our second season. Welcome back! Uh, so... I got my puppy! I have a puppy! Oh my god, the days of my lives. All the days of my lives, I've wanted a freaking puppy, and now I have one. This is a truly dream come true moment for me. I I, I like to thank my mom and my dad for not giving me a puppy, <laughs> so I can have all of this dream and just anxiety build up all my entire life, and now I have it, so I'm very grateful. And uh, I'd like to thank Lehman for, you know, allowing me to bring a puppy home. Um, it only took two years to grind him down, but he finally agreed. And I'd like to thank Amy for supporting me through all of this and giving me Charlie's old stuff from when he was a puppy. Oh my god, I can't go on. <laughs> Honestly, he is the cutest thing. Okay, he has this little face. Well, obviously, post more photos, but he has this little yes. face that's so puppy. He's so puppy. Oh my god, I can't. So- I can't. And his arms are so small and he's so <sighs> chubby. Okay, literally perfection. Yeah, he, he's supposed to be like a Yorkie and Bichon mix, but he looks more like a wiener. Yeah. Like something mix. His legs are so freaking short. So we went to the vet today, actually, for a checkup just to make sure that he's fine, he's healthy and everything. And uh, so the vet came out and she was like, oh, yeah, he's very healthy. Everything looks fine. Heart's fine. Everything's fine. He's just a little bit overnourished. And I'm like, <laughs> Over- so he's fat. <laughs> She's like, yeah, just a little bit. And and then I'm like, oh, like how fat? And then she was like, well, I wanted to check his legs because usually small dogs, they have joint problems in their knees and stuff, right? So I wanted to check, but I can't because his belly is in the way. <laughs> so that's how fat he is. He was 2.6 pounds like two like a week ago, and now he's 3.3 pounds, and he's only supposed to be like 7, 8 pounds at full grown. And he's only like nine weeks old, so I think we're gonna put him on a diet. <laughs> I've never heard of a baby on a diet, but okay. I mean, not on a diet, but just maybe not force feed him so much anymore. I think his breeder like, loved him too much and just kept giving Aww. him treats or giving him too much food. So we're just gonna like give him normal amounts of food and maybe exercise him a little bit more so <laughs> he's not overnourished you know <laughs> so funny. obesity is a very serious problem in north america we're gonna tackle it one puppy at a time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but he's actually the cutest little boy ever and the way uh, he runs like he hasn't really figured out how to run yet so uh-huh. like sometimes his right arm goes first and then he'll start with his left arm and i'm like are you, how do you not trip I know I, I didn't even notice that until like I sent you the video and then you said that out and I kept watching it over and over again I'm like oh yeah he doesn't know how to run like he's tripping his own freaking paws oh. but it's such a puppy thing to do like we went to the vet and honestly all the questions were 
questions that I think that like a, a doctor would ask about a newborn baby. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a feeding. Like it's a barfing the food back out. It's a keeping it down. Like it's a, like pooping diarrhea. And I'm like, okay, no, but okay, cool. So I'm preparing for motherhood, yo. <laughs> I'm prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but I am so happy. So I took the day off um, just on Friday, just so I can like get spend more time with him for him to get to know us and get familiar with us and I'm so glad I did because honestly this is probably one of the happiest days of my life honestly when we went to see the puppy I already knew my heart that this is gonna be him because like you can't just go meet a puppy and not take him home that never happened uh it happened to me <sighs> you're a monster <laughs> okay but 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 I went we saw these we drove two hours to go see these bulldog puppies and they were really cute, and I wanted them. I wanted two, actually. I asked Kevin to buy two. And then we went to the basement to meet the parents, and they were, like, viciously trying to break through the wall to attack us and kill us. And the owner was like, you can go pet them. They're nice. I'm like, are you fuck? Are you listening to this right now? Like, these guys are trying to eat the wall so they can eat us. And you're telling me I can go pet them? They're friendly? <laughs> And so then we went outside to the car to deliberate, and I was like, "I want so I want two of them. Like, if we get two, there." Kevin's like, "I'm gonna stop you right there." And did you see how the parents wanted to eat your hands? I was like, "Oh, so you noticed that too, eh?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we should consider that in this decision. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh! But maybe they were just like very overprotective of their puppies, and they maybe they knew that you were here to take their puppies away, girl. No. Girl. <laughs> Even if they were, and they probably were like that, mm-hmm. if if they had that type of gene in them, no, 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 no. Not gonna happen. Especially like in an, a, a condo in downtown. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be so. So many dogs, yeah. But like, even when I think yeah. of Charlie's mom when we went there, like, at first she was barking at us, but then after she was like really loving and very sweet to us. How's Archie's mom? Yeah, she was like that too. So she's uh, a terrier and Michelle mm-hmm. mix. So she's half and half. And she's about 10 pounds. The first time we met her, she was very barky for like the first two minutes. We, they brought her out at, when I was already holding oh. Archie and she came out just barking because she was like, oh, a stranger has yeah. my baby. But um, after after the breeder was holding holding her and she just calmed down and she was just sniffing us and she was very kind and just like very chill so we're like okay this is gonna be good it's gonna be okay yeah that's important yeah. like it's important mm-hmm. to meet the parents I think for sure we never met the dad because he was a stud mm-hmm. but um from the sounds of it he was also like a very chill dude I mean he's four pounds oh he's four pounds <laughs> oh Archie's big he's almost bigger than his dad oh my god you're right I didn't even think about that wait oh shit is that right he's fat <laughs> he's nine weeks overnourished he's nine weeks and he's almost bigger than his dad okay can you imagine he met his dad and he's nine weeks old <laughs> so dead wah wah <laughs> oh my god okay yeah when you say that he needs to go on a diet yeah yeah we're just gonna we're not gonna like deprive him or anything but we're just gonna feed him like a little bit less you know and then kind of transition <laughs> transition him onto kibble so he's not he's still eating half wet food yeah. um so 
we're gonna we're gonna exercise him a little bit you know build some muscle and so maybe the next time the vet can actually see his legs <gasps> yeah <laughs> when can charlie and i come visit come anytime next week okay. he's gonna be meeting his little cousin is he a cousin or is he an uncle no a cousin age-wise he's like a, a grandpa <laughs> a grandpa true <laughs> Curly is now 20, yeah. 27. Um, yeah. But other than that, I have a son. Um, his name is Archie. He's 3.3 pounds. And uh, he's overnourished. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a Chinese mom who's always focusing on his chubbiness, okay? He's got other good qualities. Well, I guess. <laughs> but he's fat. <laughs> It's not overnourished. healthy. Overnourished. Overnourished. I'm sorry. Overnourished. <laughs> Just for the record, we got him literally last night, so he's not overnourished because of us. <laughs> We're not force feeding him. <laughs> Just for the record, so I don't get like uh, canceled. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna work on him. We got some work to do. But body positivity. Yeah. Body. In- empowerment what is it called empowerment Uh, you get you you get what i'm trying to say so yeah he's a stubby little dude but we love him dearly and um we'll be spamming all with some photos of archie oh my god i'm so happy (laughs) yay yeah (sighs) well how was your week oh yeah my week um honestly (laughs) i was also really just anticipating archie coming in like so I don't really have time to, like, text people and stuff during the week. So every yeah. second I actually had time away from work, I was like, Archie! And then it was like, <laughs> was like 5, 5.03 or something. And then Ken's like, oh, Nana should be getting Archie in, like, the next 30 minutes. Right? I was like, no, it's five! She's getting him next! <laughs> Where is he? Show me! And, yeah, so I was really excited about your puppy, too. Yeah, I called you, like, as soon as we got him in the car, I, I FaceTimed you before I even, like, told my parents and stuff, and on the way home, so he was in the car for a total of five minutes, and he peed on his blanket and pooped on his bed, but that was our fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was our fault. Um, but it's okay, it was a very easy cleanup, um, but yeah, he got to meet you. You were the first person that you met, other than us. What did he do? Oh, and he was like viciously ripping into a toy, and I was like, "Oh shit, man!" (laughs) Yeah. So about that. So he has this one toy that he loves, but also hates. So he loves it so much that he wants to destroy it, basically. Oh. It's good. And now he's found our slippers, so he's uh, showing all of his aggression towards those. And it's just so funny because Liam's slippers is like twice his size, (laughs) and he's just like trying to drag it with him and he does that thing where like he has to tilt his head up or else he's dragged on the floor and then he has to look to the front right but his head is tilted up so he's looking at the front out of the corner of his eye and trying to run but like can't really run (laughs) oh so and also his overnursed belly is dragging on the floor (laughs) yeah that that too (laughs) he's so cute we have some work to do, but yes, he's very cute. 
Oh, I'm so happy for you guys. It's going to be a wonderful Christmas. I can't wait. I bought him a few outfits. Um, He doesn't seem like to have... He doesn't like anything on him so far. Um, But we'll, we'll make him get used to that. Should we get into the stories then? Yeah, I mean, we can sit here and talk about Archie all day. But I guess people are here to listen to the story. So let's get started. All right. The first story of this week is ca- it's come from... Oh my god. Oh god, are you okay? <laughs> I need oh. I miss my dog. <laughs> First story of the week comes from a username gemcat55 and this story was actually shared from 8 years ago. Whoa. I dug this shit up, okay? From the deep ends of the interwebs. So he says, I'm not proud of the decisions that I made at this point in my life and I feel the need to explain a few things first. At the time this happened, I was 26 and I was living with my parents. My father has just lost his job, and my mom broke her leg. My grandmother was fighting cancer, and the whole family has just kind of decided to get together and help each other through. I moved from the town that I was taking some university classes to back home. I took a full-time job in a pharmacy and just turned into a workhorse. I was working 60 hours a week on my feet. I had just gone out of a bad relationship and was extremely lonely and cooped up with my parents at their house around all this depressing stuff. After a few months of this, I decided to go online and see if I could find someone to just have a little bit of happiness with. Damn. So, after being banned from Plenty of Fish... How did you get banned from Plenty of Fish? I want to hear that story. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? How do you... That's like the most unbannable site. Like, you could post a dick pic as your profile pic and you'd be fine. (laughs) Damn. I want to know that story. Can you please share that story story with us instead? (laughs) Anyway, so he said, After being banned from Plenty of Fish, I got on OkCupid. I met a girl who looked gorgeous in all her photos. We sent some messages back and forth, and I found her to be pretty interesting. So we agreed to meet up. It turned out that she was just a few months shy of 21 and couldn't go to the bars or have drinks at dinner. And as is pretty standard for these type of things uh, to have a drink on a first date, we agreed that I would buy some booze and bring it over to her place as our first date. Free drink. So I, yeah, free drink. So I got myself cleaned up. I got a haircut. I cleaned the car and I did the grocery shopping at the liquor store. Um, and then I printed the directions to her place. That just dated the whole story, didn't it? Print. Do you remember printing directions from like MapQuest or something? Oh my god! I don't even like know just took how. Your back, eh? Yeah. And, like, it would be, like, turn left at this street. Turn left after two kilometers. Oh, my God. Bro, how... Wait, that's so dangerous, too, because as you're driving, you have to, like, read this damn map? Yeah. But I guess that's how we got to places back then, if we wanted to get Do you remember when, like... I don't know if you guys did road trips, or, like, when we used to do road trips with my parents, like... They'd have this huge foldable map that was, like, as big as half of the windshields. Yes. And, like, my mom would be reading it and trying to figure out where we are on that damn map. And I'm like, fuck. Thank God I'm a kid. <laughs> I don't need to worry about this shit. <laughs> exactly. And now if you need me to get somewhere on a map, we're staying put. So yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of person that only knows left and right. I don't know north, south, west, oh, and east. Like, no, to this either. day, 
I can't tell you. Like, I just figured out the other day that we lived, like, the major street that we lived on for the past two years. I came home, like, I had a revolution or something. I'm like, dude, we live on this street. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, did you know that? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. I, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's not new. I just didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> where was I? So, she says, it turns out the directions were, holy shit. I ended up making a three-hour trip to her place, now realizing how far she actually lived. Finally, I get to this girl's place, and oh shit, it's low-income housing for the um, impoverished. And I knew that I was in that kind of neighborhood when I saw two young white trash teenage kids hitting a cat with a jump rope in the parking no. lot apartment. Why is it always a freaking cat? Why are you guys always beating a cat? Like, what the fuck did the cat ever do to you? Uh, I don't know, man. So she came outside to greet me. She wasn't fat, but she looked really unhealthy. She was overnourished. She is overnourished. <laughs> so there was some, he, he said, there was some spear flab around the middle. Um, <laughs> she was dressed in a in a slutty, unflattering way, um, in some dirty clothes. Her jeans were so long that they dragged on the pavement around her feet and had turned brown at the heels. And they smelled like they were infused with cigarette smoke. Damn. Yeah. She looked like a girl who ate too much fast food and too many painkillers. She was the oldest 20-year-old I'd ever seen. But still, <laughs> she had a nice face. And I had come a long way. I remembered our playful, interesting talk, so I gave her my best smile to tell her that it's nice to finally meet her, and sm- she smiled at me, and oh god, she had a set of pea-colored chompers that looked like <laughs> they were often used to open Coke bottles. Jesus. And then it dawned on me, I have never seen any of her photos with her teeth showing, just her boobs. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, this is why you don't choose your prospects by their boobs <laughs> yeah oh, God. I think like teeth I don't know about you um I think we talked about this before like when I first meet a guy I pay attention to their teeth like yeah you know, people are like oh I noticed their eyes first I noticed their teeth first because yeah, a person's smile. teeth can yeah it can say a lot about a person I feel like like do you take care of yourself yeah you know? yeah yeah so I feel that she didn't. Um, <laughs> but he said, I made the quick decision to just go for it anyway. Nobody knew this girl or that I was there or what I was about to do. And nobody ever needed to know. I could take my shame and bear it. I had already invested so much time and energy into this. So I clutched onto the uh, six pack and a bottle of tequila in my paper bag like a life preserver. Me and my tequila will make it through together. <laughs> Damn. Going for it. So we drink our beers and watch um, some movie on her couch and talking a bit. I learned that she is jobless, did not graduate high school, lives on government assistance. And the worst for me is that she had no desire or plan to improve things. She was happy the way things were. I break out the tequila and we were taking pulls on the bottle. The sun is going down, but not quickly enough. I am sinking faster than it is. And we go out to her balcony and some of the brightest stars were already visible in the sky. And then the tequila came with us to the balcony. Eventually, I'm drunk enough. The sun is down enough. And by the light of the 
bug zapper. Her face is not bad at all. <laughs> so fucking savage. Oh, God. So I kiss her. And after a few minutes of kissing, she goes in to put on some music. I considered leaping from the balcony to my death at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided that it would be too embarrassing for my friends and family to find out that I was there. Oh, shit. That is so savage. Oh my god, this That's guy. too savage, bro. Oh, you're still doing it, bro. What does that still say about you? For it. Oh god. <laughs> so it turns out this girl doesn't have a bed. As she gets drunker, she begins to share more about herself. I'll spare the details, but it is apparent that she is a very damaged person. My head is spinning from the booze, but I had a sudden moment of clarity. This girl is drunk. Although she is of legal age for a good rump, she is mentally not older than a high schooler. And although not too drunk to consent, I know that I'm never going to call her or see her again. And I think of what this might do might do to a damaged girl with issues. I excuse myself to use her bathroom and start drinking water from the tap to sober up. I remember oh, staring awesome. myself in the mirror. Yeah, so he had a moment of clarity. I remember staring at myself in the mirror and just thinking how thankful I am for everything that I have in my life. When I came out, she has passed out on her couch. I gather my shoes, wallet, keys. Money is missing from my wallet, but not much. And considering <laughs> that this girl considering this girl doesn't even have a bed, I let it go. I just shake my head and leave. Once on the highway, I was driving like an idiot. I am drunk and lost. I get pulled over by the cops in my parents' truck, smelling like tequila and not wearing any shoes. The police asked if I had been drinking, and I just simply say yes, I have been drinking. I give them my papers and whatnot, and they ask me to step out of the car, and I do the breathalyzer and the whole shebang. The cops see the result and start laughing to each other and without even telling me the results, but they don't really need to tell me because I knew what was going on. I was too drunk to be driving, but couldn't fathom having stayed, stayed the night at a girl's place. I gambled and lost, but to this day, I am just glad that I didn't hurt anyone. The cops actually ended up taking pity on me after I told them what happened. I told them the whole story and my life situation, and they said to me, there was a hotel across the street and gave me a choice. Either I go check in, open a room, or I go to jail. So I gladly went to the hotel and opened a room. I woke up in the morning in the hotel bed, called my boss and told him I couldn't come in, and just sat in the bathtub in that shitty hotel on the highway um, in some part of Indiana nobody ever needs to go to. And eventually, I think he had like a moment of clarity and just kind of pulled his shit together and was able to turn his life around. He actually met a wonderful woman and they've been together and they were very much in love. And eight years ago, he said that he is thinking about getting married soon. So he's very grateful for that. Um, and But it wouldn't have been possible if he hadn't committed and kind of confronted his own shit. So, yeah, all in all, I think it's kind of a, a good ending to that story. I mean, it's been very fucking dramatic, but in the end, he found the silver lining and was able to see the light. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, what if, what if, what if this story, okay, and that girl that he went to go see was actually what he thought of his inner demon, and he was actually going to meet with himself at that time and then it made him realize who he was and then he turned his life around and it was just all a metaphor are you okay fam 
Yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of those like really thinky type of thriller movies. What are you? What are you watching? <laughs> uh, sorry to break it to you, but no, I think this is just another dating horror story, but with a twist in the end, and he actually found himself through this horrible experience. But good try, though. Yeah, good try. I mean, it was very creative. (laughs) Oh no, but like, I don't know. I think that was beautiful that he actually thought about her feelings. Yeah, like he actually took the moment and I don't know, splashed some water from the dirty toilet. (laughs) I mean, sink (laughs) and was like, okay. What is this going to do to this girl? And stopped thinking about how like embarrassing it would be for him if his friend had found out where he was and what he was doing. But instead, I was thinking like, this girl is already so damaged. Do I need to add more to her plate? Like, I think that that's that says a lot more about him than all the fucking savage <laughs> savage <laughs> shit that he said about her. <laughs> yeah, this guy's mad savage. Yeah, but yeah. he's a good guy. You know, he's just one of those good person I mean good people that just says a lot of shit but he's honest kind of like us yeah yeah you gotta be honest like yeah I feel that I get that if your dog is fat you call him fat you don't call him overnourished he's fat <laughs> <laughs> oh well I'm really glad that he found a silver lining to all this I think that that's that's amazing it's a very good story mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope that he and his beautiful girlfriend are now married and is living in a place where no children are beating kittens in their backyard um, and living happily. Okay, so this is my first story. Um, So this was sent in by someone named Mary Sue. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she says, A guy I'd been seeing very casually decided to ask me on a real date. But, of course, he left it all up to me to plan so much for being chivalrous and shit, man. Anyways, I took him to my favorite Indian restaurant. It was pretty awkward because up till this point, we had only really been sleeping together and really didn't have much conversation. He was hot and incredible in bed, but I just didn't take him too seriously. Like, he was hot, but that was about it. Like, not much substance. Right. Ouch. So he said that the restaurant, for instance, this is an example. He said that the restaurant had really nice avians. Since this is not a word, I'm not sure how to spell it. Uh, I'm pretty sure he meant ambience. But anyways, I started to think that maybe he's dumber than I thought. And then I started thinking back and realized that all he talked about was football. So maybe he didn't know much more. Anyways, during the date, he never asked me a lot of questions. I had to really keep up the conversation. I made an offhand remark about not understanding the whole conference thing in football, and he launched into a 20-minute long lecture about the difference between the AFC and the NFC. Oh, God. After that, we ordered, and I ordered a chicken tikka masala, and he ordered the same thing as me. When the waiter asked how he wanted it, mild, medium, or hot, he said, extra spicy. Oh, no. And then he went back to my place and had explosive diarrhea for a few hours before falling asleep in my bed. And I didn't even get laid. For a few hours? Uh, yeah. Well, that's what extra spicy Indian food will do to you. That's true. That's true. 
So my roommate at the time actually convinced me to give him a second chance. Oh, and no. actually, bad roommate. <laughs> but 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 there's a silver lining. So the second date was actually so much better, and it turns out that he was just nervous the first time and had never eaten Indian food, so he figured he'd be safe ordering what I got. If I had known that he'd never eaten that kind of spicy or that particular combination of spices before, I would have been more adamant about getting medium or mild. Mm. I mentioned that it was extremely hot, and he said, It's cool, I love spicy food, but clearly not. (laughs) He, He also didn't know what to talk about because he thought I was out of his league, so that's why he was really nervous. Our second date went a lot better, and now our 14th wedding anniversary is coming up in a few months. Oh my god, I just got chills. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Oh my god, I just got chills. I did not expect that at all. Fuck buddies can become wedding buddies? What's it called? Couple? A husband? What do you call it? Spouse. Oh, spouse. (laughs) A wedding buddy? fucking know um a spouse a partner <laughs> no 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 it's a wedding buddy <laughs> good try, good try. yeah yeah i thought that was so cute and i feel like yeah that it's very rare for a second date to go well after the first date sucks but oh, but yeah. i feel like you should give it a chance and then if the second one is sucks if, if the second one is sucks we cannot Good talk to <laughs> If the second one sucks, then fuck, screw it, man. Oh, I'm so happy for them. I did not mm. see that coming at all, but that's like the best kind of surprise. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, he shed his brains out of my apartment. We didn't even get laid. And then like he just admitted that he was really, really nervous. And now we've been married for 14 years. 14 what? years is a long time, too. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Damn. Oh, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, two sweet stories. Well, silver lining stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's about it, right? Do you have any more sweet stories? No, my next one sucks. So, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, Thank you for sharing that story. (laughs) All right, the next story comes from a user named Snack Burls. (laughs) I like snacks. Um, super short story, but I thought it was pretty funny. So he says, On OkCupid, summer of 2006, the prime of OkCupid. I think. I mean, I think it was, yeah. 14, so I wouldn't know. But we were on OkCupid, weren't we? Did I just expose our age? Yeah. Maybe you cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Doesn't really matter. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, so he says, I met a girl in West Hollywood and we went to dinner. She turned out to be way bigger than her pictures, but she was insanely rich. She was Ozzy Osbourne's cardiologist's daughter or some shit like that. Whoa. And she had a nasty coke habit. So the whole date, she was doing cocaine in the bathroom and barely ate any of her food. Then afterwards, we went back to her place where she visibly spiked my drink with a Mickey and then asked me to tie her up. And then refusing to allow me to drive my car out of her garage, leaving me to wait in my car all night until the morning when I followed someone else out. So I guess their house had a gate or something that couldn't be opened 
Elias is like her opening it. This is like terrifying. I know. She called me three days later to say that I caused her miscarriage. I did not know that she was pregnant. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the hell just happened? Uh, a lot. (laughs) Bruh. Yep, it was, this is like, like one of those hardcore meals that is just like, just meat and no bullshit leaves decorating around it. It's just like, ho-boom. And then I did not know that she was pregnant. <laughs> oh my god. Can you have sex when you're pregnant? Yes. Yuck. What what do you mean? That's gross. <laughs> Why? Why is that gross? Because you're pregnant and shit. Like you got your dick's gonna like poke the baby and shit, man. <laughs> That's not okay. That's not kosher. Your dick, your dick, unless it's like an 18-inch dick, it's not going to poke the freaking baby. Yo, the baby's head might be right there. Does Kevin have an 18-inch dick? No, but... Then you're okay! No <laughs> yuck. It's it's normal. A lot of pregnant women have sex. It's completely normal, okay? And actually, when you're very, very heavily pregnant, it is known that sex can actually help you to go into labor. So actually, doctors have suggested sex to induce labor if you are over your due date or whatever, and that usually works. Have you not watched due date? <laughs> I just got to see Amy's face. Pregnancy does, like... <laughs> negative 30 for me like ew (laughs) yuck yuck yeah we'll talk when you're like eight months pregnant and haven't been laid for eight months (laughs) and the only way the only way for you to push this giant baby out of you or to start the labor is to have sex and then we'll talk (laughs) i am literally so i have like a savings account for my retirement one for tax free Mm -hmm. one for house and I have one for someone else to fucking carry my baby. Shut up. Do you actually? Yeah. I Why? just started it two years ago. Oh my god. You don't want to be pregnant? I honestly, like, I don't know why, but I look forward to being pregnant. I think it's going to be, like, the most amazing and happy time of my life. Whoa. I know. Because, like, imagine it. You're growing You're growing your child inside of you. That's, like, so magical. The way I see it is that there's a parasite sucking the life out of you inside of you. <laughs> and overnourishing while you're undernourished. <laughs> and then they leave this big sack on you. And then you have to work for three years to get that big sack off of you. So... And before yeah. you can work it off, there's probably another parasite in you. So yeah, you have to do exactly. it all over Double again. the parasite. Double the big sack. Uh, so there's two types of women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I had no idea that this is how you felt. But do you want to have kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But not, like, physically. Like, you want to have children, but you want someone else to do the work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Oh, it's yep. good to know. This is news to me. It's very fascinating. I actually wanted to be pregnant. 
then I watched a video of childbirth for some reason. Oh, yes, because Kevin was doing OB. And then mm-hmm. I looked over at his screen and I thought it was a cat. It was what? not a cat. Because then blood and poo started coming out. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, well, that's not a cat. That's a vagina. That's a hairy vagina. And that's a head of a baby coming out. <laughs> oh, and there's a lot of ripping and blood and poo now. And. Mm-hmm. There goes my, that's where I got the surrogacy uh, funds started, so, yeah. Immediately, before you finish the video, fuck this shit, I'm starting a fund for <laughs> Pause it monthly, yep, okay, perfect. Yeah. But, I don't know, I still, like, look forward to, to that experience in the next, maybe, three years, we'll see, you know, we're still youngish. Not really, but... <laughs> You just got your first son. Archie is your first son. Yes. And I didn't have to, I don't have a sack left behind me. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it, right? I have like five doggy babies and then, yeah, no no sacks and shit. How do we get onto this topic? I don't know. Oh, okay. right, right. Um, Osborne's cardiologist's daughter was oh pregnant oh miscarriage and Mm. yeah Mm. that was the journey that we took yeah well thank you for sharing that story sir (laughs) okay this is my last story so this one was shared by someone named bugaboo so he says so I'm about 16, right? And I always go down to this bank to take my money out. I only had a savings account, so I didn't have an ATM card at the time. But there was always this cute chick working there, and she'd always smile and greet me, and I'd always try to go to her line. She was a bank teller, so I only saw her sitting down. This is important for later. One day, I work up all the confidence I can muster, and I ask her out as I'm taking out some money. And she said yes. So we set up a time around the weekend for me to come over and pick her up. She gives me her number, I get her address, and I skip home. No, not not literally, but you know, as happy as can be. So it's the weekend, uh, and I drive up to her house in my little beat-up Honda. I knock on her door, and her dad answers. A split second of, oh shit, comes over me, but he just gives me this heartwarming smile and invites me into his house. I instantly feel at ease, and we go to sit down in the living room. Her dad is all happy like, Oh, I'm so glad you're taking my daughter out, and I really appreciate it, and all this craziness. So I'm starting to think to myself, shit, what the fuck did I get myself into? So, her dad reaches into his pocket and pulls out a set of car keys, and he says, I want you to take my car. I said, no, that's okay, I have my car. He's like, oh, no, 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 please, please take take my car, practically forcing the keys into my hand. Still keeping his big smile on his face, no sooner does he give me the keys than do I hear from the stairs, no shit, she's in a wheelchair. So, a split second of shallow human being comes over me, but I think about it and say to myself, I can do this, she's awesome and has a great personality, fuck it. So we go outside and I realize why her dad now wanted me to take his truck. It was all rigged up with the belt and harnesses and the door that came all the way out for the wheelchair. So I took his truck and we head to the movies. Best part, the handicapped spot. So we're in the theater and no sooner does the movie start than she starts putting her hands on my junk. She's a freak. That's totally cool with me. 
she starts we start making out almost during the whole movie my parents were out of town that weekend so i asked her if she wanted to come back to my place she said yes so we get back into her dad's truck and we're on our way to my house we arrive at my house i have stairs so i have to carry her inside and thankfully my room is on the first floor so i got her inside throw her on the bed and we start going at it i've got her in missionary position it's pitch black in my house and I'm pounding the fuck out of her when all of a sudden I hear a pop. Sure shit, her leg fucking comes off. She's got <gasps> a fake fucking leg. How did I miss that shit? Keep going, she screams as I pull her leg and throw that shit across the room. <laughs> so oh I'm banging God. her, and sure as shit, I hear another pop. So I pull her other leg, just like I'm pulling yours! <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what the fuck? I was so invested in that story. What happens next? Does her arm come off too? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you make this up? No, I literally did the exact same thing. I was reading it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what else comes off? And then I read the last one. I was like, I'm pulling yours. No one's pulling my... Oh, pulling my leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I got pwned. <laughs> yeah, but I want to... Yeah, if I was going to get pwned, I want everyone to be pwned. Ain't fair. <laughs> well. Well. I don't like that. I was so invested. <laughs> I was so scared that he was going to break something that wasn't meant to be broken. I thought that, like, he was like, oh, and then I pulled her second leg off, and then she screamed and told me that that's not supposed to come off or something. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, he was showing this girl a good time, and then, man, I wanted this to be a happy ending. (laughs) Or worst ending, but... You got me. You got me good. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I had to put that in there. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It was a, It was pretty funny. Well, <laughs> thanks, I guess. <laughs> thanks for nothing. <laughs> well, thanks for that fucking disappointment of the last story. I'm, <laughs> I'm just mad that I got played. <laughs> Yo, that's how I felt. I was like, I read it, and I was like, fuck, I got played. And I was like, oh, now I'm mad. And I was like, if I play someone else, then I won't be as mad, because then someone else got played. No, I, now no, I played I, you no, all. I'm mad. <laughs> now you just made everyone mad, you fucker. <laughs> well, it was, it was great in the beginning. I was happy to see where it was going, but I guess it was going nowhere. Thanks for that. <laughs> we did this episode backwards. We typically do the the asshole trolley stories in the beginning, and then the True. nice stories at the end. And we mm-hmm. kind of started nice, but yeah, it's kind of like I was gonna say it's kind of like twenty twenty, but twenty twenty didn't really have a good start either. It was shit in the beginning. <laughs> it was just pure shit. Like I'm, there's three weeks left. Mm-hmm. I'm scared, man. I'm I'm scared. Me too. 
I'm so scared. I hope that, yeah, I hope that it just kind of ends without some sort of finale, you know? I don't need a bang at the end of it. I just need it to end. Yeah, and just fizzle out. Though, yeah, I, like, I'm seeing a lot of people talking about, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. But I'm like, there's no guarantee that 2021 is going to be better. Like, COVID still exists. Our economy is still shit. Like, we are still trapped indoors. Like, why? What's going to make 2021 better at this point? Don't you believe in, like, equilibrium and shit? Like, there's this scientific thing. It's been too long since I did this. But there's something called, like, equilibrium. And so if there's a lot of craziness, then it always balances out with, like, like something that's, like, good, you know? And then it, it makes it equilibrium. I don't know how to, I'm explaining this properly. Okay. Okay. So if you go outside, <laughs> if, oh, no, if you eat something really hot no 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 okay okay hold on hold on okay I got, I got, I got. <laughs> if, if you're cooking and the meal is really hot and you put it in the air it's gonna cool down even more to make it room temperature so that's equilibrium so right now <laughs> life is super shit so then i feel like something has to be really good in order to bring it back to equilibrium I mean, I got a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all about you, all right? I'm talking about the world, man. <laughs> Fuck. Well, the world is graced by Archie's presence and his photos in the interwebs. Yeah, that's, that's a, like 0.1% uh, better quality of life for to- the rest of the yeah. world. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I kind of see what you mean, but at the same time, like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You can't tell anyone, but I'm going to tell everybody right now, okay? <laughs> I yes. can't tell anyone, but you can tell everyone. <laughs> okay, cool. Go on. <laughs> but, okay, you know how everyone always says, like, just just really don't care about shit? Like, just, just live life, like, carefree and stuff? Sure. I've actually finally done it and now I'm like you'll fuck everything and life is amazing life is so good are you on drugs what are you taking yeah probably a little bit yeah yeah I don't know it's residual <laughs> antibiotics that I've been eating to treat my damn UTI so probably <laughs> still <so> high <laughs> you don't sound wise you just sound high <laughs> it's been a long week sorry yeah yeah, I I hear ya. <laughs> well, next week you can come you can come over with Charlie and meet Archie, and uh, maybe that'll bring some positivity into your world as well. I'll share I'll share my positivity with you. How's that? Okay, I'm excited. Yes, we'll share photos of Archie on our on our social as well, so you guys can all meet him. I mean, you guys kind of all kind of met him, but you can meet him again as my dog officially. So I'm so excited to share with you guys. All right. Well, that was the end of our episode 32 of our second season. Thank you so much for listening in. If you have any questions or comments or stories to share with us, please email them to us at thenotbookpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on social at the Notebook Podcast. Do you like that? Yeah. Also, I have to like give you a pat on the back because you survived one hour without your new puppy. And that's Dude. uh Yeah. I'm like shaking in anxiety. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs>
please. I mean, he's asleep, but like, I'm going to wake him up so I can play with him. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Bye. We'll see you next okay, time. Okay. Bye.